0: good afternoon welcome to young news podcast with your host johnny phillips on this friday july 17th 2020 sharing with you my thoughts on current events it's a solo show today sean's going to be joining me in a couple of days we'll be doing our normal show but for now we're focusing on really mid-july late july here a lot of focus is on the economy what's going to happen with the united states and the bottom line is we're broke we're broke we're thrown into massive amounts of debt We are very arrogant in the way that we approach these things because we say, who cares? Print the money. No one's going to drop the United States dollar as the world's reserve currency. Everyone needs dollars to do business. And if they don't do business with the United States and they don't do business with the dollars like Iraq and like Libya, we will make sure our military takes care of them. Well, the problem is, is that our leverage is obviously going away. The problem is that we no longer hold the same leverage we held years ago. And not only do we not hold the leverage that we held years ago, but we also have a significant amount of debt. This kind of debt that we hold, look, the the people outside this country are not stupid. They're looking at the things that we're spending money on. They're looking at the lifestyle choices that people are making all across this country. And they're saying, is this it? Is this the country that we want to invest in? Is this the country that we want to hold its debt? Uh, we want to we hold the debt of this type of country? I don't think so. And I think what's happened over the past couple of years, and people are still in denial of it, is the fact that our leverage on the world stage, specifically with our military might, has decreased and our debt has increased. And I think you take these two things and you put them together and what you are going to see this year is a massive fall in the U.S. dollar and you could see by the end of the year a a pretty much path towards having the dollar no longer exist as the world's currency. And this is something that you should pay attention to. This is something that obviously would make a major impact in the United States, all across the world. Something to think about, look, the dollar is in a lot of trouble. And I think again, primarily because the debt is very high in this country and we're losing our leverage when it comes down to all across the world and how we deal with countries who want to get off the dollar, we used to be able to have our military pretty much smack people around and say, get with the program, make sure that you use the dollar, that you do business with the dollar, and therefore that allows Americans to continue to use the dollar as the pretty much uh, bill uh, to exchange things, to go into debt with, to, to have credit, all this stuff that goes on. And so I think these things are definitely falling apart. Now, you don't hear this in the media. In the media, you know, two false stories. One comes out of the right. They like to blame the name China. Like right now, all the Republicans are saying it's all China's fault. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not China's fault. You know why it's not China's fault? Because China didn't make people buy a house putting 5% down. Uh, China didn't make uh, someone buy a car putting no money down. China didn't make someone buy appliances and cell phones with a 12-month finance program. Okay, or a two-year finance program. Okay, China didn't make people in this country all of a sudden wake up and say, I'm no longer going to pay for stuff. I'm just going to go into debt for stuff. Okay, China didn't do that. So stop blaming China. That's all you can do. All you can do all day long. Everyone on the right. China, China, China. China's to blame for this. China's to blame for that. No, they're not. No, they're not. Americans are to blame for this. Americans didn't have a rainy day fund. Americans were undisciplined. Americans had a lot of bad habits. And you know what happens when something comes along in which we have a lot of bad habits and there's a big foe, a big opponent, a big enemy that comes along? You know what happens? Our habits, our bad habits, our weaknesses get exposed. And they get exposed badly if we go against a very tough, strong opponent. And that strong opponent was the COVID-19 crisis that took place starting in March, okay? And this opponent of ours, okay, came to us and beat us up. But you know what they also did? It also exposed some of the terrible things that we have and we still are in denial. We're still in denial of the fact that we let our guard down, that we no longer worry discipline disciplined society, that we actually frowned upon discipline. I spoke about this before with Sean, the fact that we now live in a society where for some reason we don't emphasize hard values anymore. We just don't. We emphasize soft values. You got to be kind. You got to be compassionate. You got to be diverse. You got to want equality. You got to want it. Yeah, okay, fine. Wonderful. I agree. Great, 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 great. But guess what we have to also emphasize? We also have to emphasize hard work, right? We also have to emphasize being disciplined. We have to emphasize not paying for things that we don't have money for. Uh, sorry, not buying things that we don't have money for. We have to look at being stoic at times. We have to look at... Um, not being so emotionally driven, okay? And we have to and we have to look at all of these hard values that we used to commitment towards our families, uh, um, delayed gratification. These are all things, sacrifice, all things, hard values that we somehow have passed on and we say we don't need and we don't that they don't exist and that they're not important. They're not necessary. Uh, and many people actually are now claiming that some of the things that I just said to you are part of a racist systemic society that's been with the United States since 1776. And again, this is a big line that's being pushed. But even for all those people who are against China, right, I want to go back to the right. All the people that are pushing for war with China, we want trade war with China, we want military war with China. Who are we going to get to support this war? Who are you going to get? Who are you going to get? Who is going to support this war? What, you think a bunch of liberals out there are going to start, you know, go marching off to the South China Sea and what? They're gonna fight for what? In their opinion, that's a flag of imperialism, the American flag. It's a, it's a flag that represents systemic racism in our society. They're not gonna fight for this country against China. They're gonna say China and the United States, are no, they're, they're both evil. They're both systemically evil. Okay? And you think what? And now all of a sudden what? You're going to say, well, no, no, we'll get those good old boys from the Midwest to fight for us. Oh, you really think they're going to fight for this country? You're gonna, you think that they're going to fight for a country that right now is kissing and embracing Black Lives Matter? That's kissing and embracing the tearing down of statues because they offend people, because they harm people? What? You're going to get a bunch of good old boys from the Midwest to come and fight so that you, they can then live in a country in which kicks off professors on universities because they speak? And they say certain things that might be controversial like this is the america that they're going to fight for this is a problem with the united states right now they don't have anyone we don't have anyone to fight for us when it comes down to other countries or wars or all this stuff that could happen right now because there's a division in terms of who we are as a country right now and i think this division is only going to get greater when come election day what you are going to see is a very close election the worst thing that possibly could happen now i already said last year That last November of 2019, I said that Trump would win the election. I'm still going to stand by that prediction, okay? Now, the issue that I have is that if you actually ask me would I rather have a Trump or a Biden win, I don't care. I'm apathetic to it. I don't think it's going to matter, okay? I know it upsets people on the left and the right when I say that. I'm apathetic to this election, okay? I don't think it's really going to matter, okay? Um... But you're gonna have this election and it's gonna be close, unfortunately. And the reason why I don't want it to be close, I'd rather have Biden or Trump win in a landslide because then it tells the other sides, you better clean up your act. You obviously dropped the ball and that whatever you thought was going to be the America of the future, the majority of people said no. And they rejected your ideas. And as a result, you've lost the House, the Senate, the presidency. That's what I want to happen come election day. I want it to be a massive landslide either for Biden, either for Trump. However, I don't think that's going to happen. I think the worst possible thing is going to happen. And that is going to be an incredibly close election. Not only is it going to be close, but I think half the country out there is going to reject the results. And as a result of rejecting the results, you want to talk about the dollar exploding. What's going to actually take place is that a lot of people around the world are gonna say this is a divided country. There are gonna be riots, there are gonna be recounts, there are gonna be people with guns in the streets, they're gonna see all these pictures in the media and the way they're gonna portray what's going on in the United States. You're gonna have all these international investors say I'm out. I'm out. I no longer can trust the United States as being a stable, steady country that we could rely on putting our money in, in terms of an investment. So the dollars are coming out of that country. And as a result, we're going to be obviously in a lot of trouble, okay, because of this division, because of this uncertainty. And that's where you're also going to see a big dollar take the hit. And then all of a sudden, you can add to the fact that we're losing leverage in terms of militarily across the world, which again, we were using, as a way to nicely blackmail countries into making sure that they do business with the dollars. Okay. And if you don't think I'm telling the truth, well, why do you think the two countries that gave the middle finger to the United States were the two countries in which we said, see you later, pal, you're gone? Saddam, gone. Gaddafi, gone. Okay. These were countries that wanted to get off the dollar dependence, a uh, dependency on the United States dollar. And it doesn't, it's not a coincidence that these two men obviously had their, were axed and were killed for what they stood for. So, you know, this is what's going on in the world today. It's going to be a crazy year. It's only going to get worse in the fall time. Are there signs of hope? Well, of course there are. I mean, we all know that in times of darkness, sometimes you see the greatest light. This is not, you know, where you see the greatest villains is also where you see some of the greatest heroes come about. So like, yes, like this is the interesting part of life that even in the most tragic, terrible situations that we face in life, you see some of the most you see some things that come about that bless us and that give us hope and that give us stability um, in which we never would have expected um, a terrible time to give us. And that's what happens. So you're going to get both. But what I'm trying to say is that yes, you are at a period of time where I think the worst thing you could do as an American is say, you know what? The crisis is pretty much coming to an end. Sure. There's COVID-19 cases. We had an amazing economy. Once we get the vaccine and once, Uh, COVID-19 kind of goes away, we can contain the virus, that things are gonna go back to normal and things are gonna be okay and there's gonna be less looting and less rioting and less protesting and less statue tearing down, all that stuff, right? That's not happening, that's not happening. This is only the tip of the ice. This is only the beginning of what you're gonna see as a very bad economic situation. And yes, I think long-term you're gonna look back on it and say it had to happen, someday it had to happen. And generally when something like this has to happen, they wait, right? The big boys and the big girls out there who really call the shots—they wait. They wait to have a certain event take place, and the first event was COVID nineteen, and they kind of obviously fabricated some of the things that took place around COVID nineteen. I'm not going to go into it today because there's a tremendous amount of fabrication that has taken place as as uh, around COVID nineteen. Um, a lot more lies and a lot more truth. Let's put it that way. A lot more lies surround COVID-19 than a lot more truth surrounds COVID-19 in terms of what it is and how it affects people and why it's here and all these all these things that that surround the virus. A lot more lies than the truth. Um, but moving on from 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 that subject, I'm really bored of it. I'm I'm tired of it. It's actually very I don't know. It's just very boring in me. Okay, it's just very boring. I'm not gonna really talk about it in this podcast, maybe with Sean we'll do it later on. Um, But the bottom line is, is that America has to realize that they can't be naive that we can't just look at ourselves and say everything's gonna go back to normal once we get a vaccine, uh, once Trump is thrown out of office or removed from office and we get a moderate Democrat like Joe Biden in there and the left will moderate and the right will come forward and the red left and the right will come together and everything will be wonderful and everything will be okay. Uh, I, I don't see that happening and I actually see more division, I see more divisiveness, I see more uncertainty and I think that's just something that you're gonna have to prepare yourselves with. Now, the good news is you have time to prepare. I mean, you have a couple of months, right? I mean, a lot of people are in the summer mode right now. They want to be distracted. They want to look at something else in the world. They don't want to look at some of the problems that surround them. They just, you know, they had a really tough March, a really tough April, really tough May, and they just want a couple of months here, June, July, August, to forget about things for a while before they go back to business. And I think that's part of where people are in terms of their mindsets, approaching these things that surround us. So again, we have a lot of things that we're going into. I just wanted to get this monologue out there. We're going to do a show in a couple of days with Sean. And um, with all that said, again, Uh, I would look at the situation as don't be naive. Look at the fact that we're in a very tricky situation here. We're in a situation which you're going to have, you have a lot of division. You have a currency that obviously is being manipulated and it is a currency that is on the the brink of losing a lot more value. Again, the two reasons I'm going to state this is because our debts continue to rise and our ability to blackmail people with our military across the country, uh, sorry, across the world continues to fall. And you need both you need to be able to have a low debt and you'd be able to have a strong military that people respect and actually fear and if you have those two things you could argue that we have a very strong dollar and then we have a very strong currency and then we can have a very strong economic situation but i think both of those things are taking a turn for the worse you have a currency that obviously we have a country that's going in greater and greater in debt in terms of u.s dollars and you also on top of it have continued to lose and lose more and more leverage when it comes down to our military and being able to uh, police people's actions when it comes down to doing business and dollars. And again, that's the major point I wanted to make from today's Young News podcast. And with all that said, I'll be back in a couple of days with Sean. I want you to enjoy the weekend and I'll be back later.